the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios. It's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Kyle is with us in Atlanta. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave, thanks for having me. Sure, what's up? So I had a question. Um, I know some people that are young, including myself, have a little bit of house fever. Um, So I wanted to know uh, how young is too young to buy a house if the baby steps are aligned? And when you say the baby steps are aligned, what do you mean by that, Kyle? Uh, So uh, I'll give you a little bit of uh, background. So I got married to my wife uh, earlier this year. Uh, we graduated college, had a COVID wedding, and then got back from our honeymoon and paid off all of our student loans. Okay. Uh, from there, we now have uh, our fully funded emergency fund, okay. and now we're looking at, I guess, baby step 3B, so looking at um, you know saving up a down payment for a house, uh, but we're 22. Cool. So. Wait, and I was going to make sure I'm I'm hearing everything correctly. You paid off your student loans, but we have no other consumer debt, correct? Correct. Then, Kyle, right now at the age of 22, as long as you have that fully funded emergency fund, there's no such thing as too young. I think that you all are married. I would spend maybe the rest of this year, maybe even next year, just making sure that you all are going to live in that area and, and just see what you all like. But while you're doing that, yeah, you're saving up for the 10 to 20% to put down and go get you a home, man. Yeah, you're doing great. What's yeah. your income? Household income? Uh, currently, it is one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, a year, and beginning May of next year, it will increase to around one forty-five. Go God. get you a house, bro. yeah, man. You're, you're, you're just totally. <laughs> you guys are studs. Yeah, you're, you're, you're out stroking most fifty-two-year-olds right now. Man. Oh, man. I mean, you are doing so good. But let me ask you this question, Kyle. Um, how did you learn how to do all this? That's twenty-two. Yes, like where where did this start at? Was it your parents? Uh, so it started, yeah, it, it started with uh, my parents. Um, I, I can remember watching the, the OG uh, Financial Peace University as a family on a Friday night. OG. Um, so instead of, <laughs> instead of going hey, out Anthony, to, yeah, you're like going to tell me what he's talking mid, about. Mid What's OG? Mid-2000s <laughs> recording of Dave. Um, and uh, so that that was what we did on friday nights as a family we didn't go to the movies we didn't go out to dinner we we sat at home well apparently it worked uh, <laughs> it, whatever it og is did. it worked i'm oh, just saying og just simply means he, he he's giving you respect you're an og you're, you're an old school guy Dave, oh you know god, what I'm saying? Oh, god. He, he's giving you respect i got it i'm just messing with you too all right no i'm not i have no idea what we're talking about but anyway the uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm so proud of you, man. You have really killed it, and I'm I'm proud we had a little bit to do with it. Yes. And uh, you are way ahead. And no, there's not an age. Uh, if the age indicates uh, a phase of life that's volatile, then maybe you would wait until that volatility went out. For instance, if you graduated from college ten weeks ago and you were not married and you know we're in a rush to buy a house, I might say it's okay to chill a little bit. 
you know, but you've got you've got everything buckled down. You know where you're going to live. You know what your jobs are. You two are married. The debts are paid off. You've cleaned it up. You've done everything properly. No, I would not wait. I'm with Anthony. I, I would save up, maybe take a year, save up a huge down payment, and then buy. You are you've done a great job, Dave. Over the last this year, how many twenty somethings have caught into the show? It seems like it's just going up a lot this year well there's a apparently there is a good strong generation of financial peace babies out there yes that's apparently we're running into them and they got um homeschool with the dvds no the, the vhs's yeah the, the og the og <laughs> so there we go oh, man. <laughs> unbelievable all right nisha is with us nisha is in boise idaho hi nisha how are you good how are you guys better than we deserve <laughs> that's for sure what's up well, I guess 47 calls is a charm, right? There we go. <laughs> well, we're about 55 miles west of Boise, actually, way out in the country in the good old Owyhee County. But um, I kind of have a scenario that I just um, needed maybe some guidance or some help. But we live on a little over three acres. We built our home in 2001. And um, since that time, uh, my husband farmed originally, but he had two, he's had two um, ac- major accidents and um, he's getting older. And so we're finding that it is harder and harder for us to keep up our entire place. And so we have the opportunity um, to sell off an acre of our property and be able to um, pay off our home. Um, we owe about 70000 on our place. And uh, we had a realtor come out that said the house would sell for over 500000 in probably two days, but it'd be sold. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just were like, whoa, you know, my husband's goal. He said, you know, I want my home paid for. I said, I understand that. But wait just a minute here. So um, he wants to take an acre of our land, which would be directly in our backyard, and sell that off and pay off. We have about 8000 total in debt. It's medical. We don't have anything else, and the home. Do you have any well, money? We have eight thousand. We have none. None. No. And, no retirement. Um, no retirement. No. Nope. How no, old are nothing you? Nothing in savings. I'm forty-eight, and my husband's almost sixty. Okay. What's your household yeah. income? Um, he makes about three thousand a month. He's um farmer slash beekeeper. <laughs> And you, so, yeah. and you make what? I just got laid off. I'm an, um, a nurse, and I lost my job. Okay. So, so what were you making as a nurse? Um, about um, about fifty thousand. Yeah. It would have been a year. Okay. Yep. So, uh, well, nurses are usually very employable. Uh, how's the job mm-hmm. hunt going? Um, right now with the COVID there, it's kind of, it's hard because they don't want to employ anybody new. At least that's what I'm finding and kind of keep, it's kind of crazy out here, really. I would hate for you to sell this acre because of an income crisis that I think is going to get solved. Mm Mm-hmm. If I thought you had to live on 36000 the rest of your life, you might have to sell the acre. But I don't think that's the case. I think it might be for the rest. 
might be, you know, down into next year sometime before you get a job. I don't know where, but nurses generally can land something. It's, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful profession you've chosen because you're very, very employable. And I'd hate for you to lose that acre back there. I'd rather you guys go make some money and pay somebody to mow it than lose it. Um, it just, it, it's right on top of you. I mean, you can do it, but I, I, I would instead be straining towards getting my job back or getting a job as a nurse and that way you don't have to this is the Dave Ramsey show you wouldn't trade your education for anything but what about your student loan debt well that's gotta go and splash financial can help splash financial helps you save money on your student loans period they give you access to the best network of lenders and the technology to quickly get the best refinance offers that suit your needs. Take advantage of historically low rates. With Splash Financial's low rate guarantee, you can't go wrong. Sign up today at splashfinancial.com slash Ramsey. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is the Dave Ramsey Show, where we talk about your life and your money. Teach you to have common sense with your dollars and cents. Living on less than you make, a concept Congress can't grasp. 2020 probably wasn't the year you hoped for. As a matter of fact, we have declared it the year of the dumpster fire. You might have uh, had to pause some of your money goals. Uh, You might not have been able to pay off debt. You might have been trying to survive Or maybe this was your wake-up call, but a new year, it's right around the corner. It's time for you to clean up your debt, time for you to get a reset, get started again, and that's exactly what Ramsey Plus will help you do. You can get your reset, you can go. Ready, set, go. It's possible. And you can do it fast. We'll show you how. You're going to learn practical ways to pay off more debt than you ever imagined. You'll be able to save for emergencies. You're going to be able to get your spending under control. You'll track your progress, and you're going to feel like a champion for the first time. That's a reset. No matter how last year went, next year is going to be better. That's pretty much assured. (laughs) (laughs) So to try Ramsey Plus for free, you can do a free trial. Text the word TRIAL. To 33789. 33789. Text the word trial to 33789. Chuck is with us in Pittsburgh. Hi, Chuck. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world? Hey, um, I just want to thank you for everything that you do uh, for the past six years. We've uh, been able to become uh, debt-free, paid off our house this year. Wow! And uh, I was just going to write out the check for my wife's uh, term life insurance policy, and I thought, well, what would Dave do in this situation? Because, you know, we don't have a mortgage. My wife works part-time. Our youngest is, you know, 17 going on 18. And, you know, I don't really know that we need to have life insurance on her anymore, but I wanted to ask you. And you have an emergency fund, of course. Yes. And you have a nest egg that's how big in your retirement? Um, right now, about 500000 Okay. And you make what a year? Uh, household, about one hundred and twenty. She makes twenty. I make about a hundred. Okay. All right. 
Well, if you dropped life insurance on her and she were to pass away, let's run the scenario out, right? You got a half million dollars, you got a paid for house, and you make $100,000 a year, and you got a 17 year old who'll be gone soon. College taken care of? Uh, cash flow. Out of you, if she's gone? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're probably self insured through hers then. If you had a bunch of little kids running around, I would challenge you that you would have to replace all the things that she does. And believe me, replacing Mary Poppins is expensive. So, I mean, the things right. that a stay-at-home mom with three kids does, for instance, replacing that economically takes forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. So, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any problem. But you don't have that. Year's premium on it. Yeah, you don't yeah. have that. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, what you do, the way you run it, the analysis on this is just simply. And later on, when you've got uh, a million and a half and uh, Junior's gone, uh, we may look up and drop your insurance. Because if you died, she'd be okay. Exactly. But today, I wouldn't do that on you. But if you want to drop hers today. No, and I don't mind making it for another year. It's not not a... Yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's probably not a lot of money. If you want to keep it one more year until the 17-year-old's 18, it's not a bad decision. But um, yeah, but the, okay. the way you run the analysis is what we just did. Let's just play pretend. You know, what expenses would you have to cover that you couldn't cover, and are you okay financially? And, you know, it sounds like you've done a really good job. So you're, you're I think you're approaching self-insured on her, and uh, it won't be long before you look up and on you, you are as well. Yeah. So good question. It's really good. The good news is this is a good time of year, Anthony, to just stop and think about that kind of thing. It is. And say, okay, what insurance do I need in place? And, you know, jump on DaveRamsey.com and do one of our coverage checkups and look and make sure you've got everything dialed in, you've got your will in place. It's a good uh, – something about the end of the year, particularly a year like this, it makes us all reflect re- reflective on what have we got to do to get things dialed in, you know? Yeah. You and I just a couple of weeks ago were talking about my will and how should I – uh, set some things up in my will and you gave me some wisdom and I went back to my attorney to do that and honestly it was just this year has been a very interesting year and I want to recommend everyone especially if you're in your 20s 30s and, and higher spend some time life insurance and especially that will I just cannot stress that enough um, even if you think you don't have nothing <laughs> uh, still talk to an attorney get a free will or just jump to mama bear and get yeah. you know get one online if you don't have you may not need to spend the money for an attorney if you don't have an, a, a complicated estate it's just like with uh you know if you don't have a complicated return you can use ramsey smart tax and do a quick online file you know it's not hard to do a filing that that kind of i mean there, there's ways to do this stuff but the point is just to address the issue and I think that's what you're you're so you're so good at staying on top of your stuff personally amy is in tampa hi amy welcome to the dave ramsey show Hi, Dave and Anthony. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, I have a question, and uh, my father passed away mm. uh, November 16th. I'm sorry. After a long battle with cancer. Thank mm. you. Um, praise God he's, you know, at peace, and he was ready, and we're all well. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, with a very low education, my dad was able, he worked his tail off his entire life. And he left um, a great financial legacy for a man who, you know, barely graduated high school. He mm. has about a trust of about 600 plus thousand in it, divided wow. between three um, siblings. Wow. It's something that he's prepared us for, um, for many years, you know, use my legacy well. So my husband and I 
are really trying to figure out the best way to do this. We are currently in baby step two. Um, we took FPU last July. It started with 62000 in debt, and we're down to twenty six. Good. Um, and so I guess my question is this. We, the plan is to complete baby step two. Mm-hmm. And then um, do our fund our emergency fund, mm-hmm. and then with the remaining money, you know, one hundred and forty-five to two hundred thousand to two hundred fifty, we're not really sure. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest doing with that? Would you suggest putting the bulk of it to the house, mm-hmm. or which we owe three sixty-five, mm-hmm. or would we invest fifteen percent of that and then put the rest towards the house? How does that equation look? Uh, it's, a, it's your income. This is not income. This is an inheritance. So. I would use 15% of your income for baby step four and continuing to do that or starting to do that once you get to baby step four because you're not there yet, but you'll be there soon. Um, And then I would throw it at the house. Now, all of this presupposes because you have to, this begs the question, are we being, are we honoring his legacy? Because he was real concerned about his legacy. He was real proud of what he was able to accomplish apparently. And I'm, I'm proud of him. He do. He was an incredible man, obviously. But uh, so, so, this presupposes that you play through, meaning if you throw 200 at 365, I want that other 165 gone soon. And when it's gone, yes. I want you to take the fact that you don't have a house payment and don't have any payments and use that to build your own legacy, which is, in a sense, his legacy. Right. But if you just, if you just pay you. down I- on the house and then, you know, spend all the rest of your money in that 165 laser for 15 years, then we really didn't do any good with it. Right. I remember looking at his amortization log when I was a kid, handwritten amortization log for his house. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's left a legacy of financial wealth and, and education and wisdom. So, um, so you're going to play through, you know, as long as your husband's on board and you guys are doing the baby steps together and you're doing what we teach. It is, um, there's nothing that we teach that would be, that your dad would really disagree with. Yeah. No, not at all. And he so, was happy when I talked to him about Dave Ramsey. Yeah. And um, he got excited for us. So. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, you getting this house, but play on through, finish it up. You know, use, in Thank other words, you. throwing that 200 at it doesn't do it. It's not done yet, so you got to finish. you got to run through the tape and, and get, the, get the metal, right? And when you run through the tape and you knock that rest of that mortgage out, then you're gonna that's when the serious wealth building is going to occur and the generational impact of his two hundred thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar gift is gonna be really seen at that point mathematically. So wow, what a what a cool legacy. This is the Dave Ramsey show. Hey folks, it's Ken Coleman. I love my Burst Sonic toothbrush. Studies show that smiling improves your physical and emotional health and makes you more likable. The soft charcoal bristles powerfully remove plaque and will make your teeth whiter, your smile brighter, and your impressions better. And Burst Smart and Affordable Replacement Head Subscription is just $6 every 90 days. Visit BurstOralCare.com and use the code KEN to grab a Burst brush for as low as $49.99. That's BurstOralCare.com. And 
Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. We talk about your life and your money. Daniel and Tracy are with us. They are in Tampa, Florida, and according to my screen, you guys are debt-free. Congratulations. Woo. Thank you. Love it. How much have you paid off? $16,919.61. Cool. How long did this take? About 18 months. 17. 17. All right. And your range of income during that time? Uh, we started out around 52000 and we ended a little bit more than 60000 Okay. What do you guys do for a living? So I'm a system operator over at a groceries chain here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And my wife is a front service clerk at the same grocery chain. Okay. Very cool. Well, neat, guys. Very good. What kind of debt was this 17000 uh, we had about $11,000 in credit cards, and then we had a personal loan, and then some medical and just some other odds and ends. Okay. What made you decide to clean it up 18 months ago? Say again? What made you guys decide to clean this up 17 or 18 months ago? Well, we started out um, really in just a rough situation not paying attention, not being on the same page uh, as far as our finances go. And we started out with my wife doing our finances, and then we jumped to me doing finances. And it really got it really got bad when I took over doing the finances. <laughs> and <clears throat> it came to the point where we took out a credit card as to be a, a cushion and just something that we could use as points to help us along the way mm-hmm. as we progress through. Mm-hmm. And we got to one night, and Tracy may be able to say it better, but um, I asked Tracy to pick up some milk on the way home from work. And the debit cards didn't work, and the credit card didn't work. And my wife was just sitting there, and I don't know if you want to take over, hun. Well, that was what Dave. What you say is, as I my I had it moment, mm-hmm. and that was my I had it moment when he told me to pick up milk, and I couldn't even buy milk. Mm. And praise the Lord, one of the guys that I used to work with at the warehouse, he w- was there, and he bought milk for me. Whoa! And I it was it was my never again moment. Yeah, never again. Unbelievable! And you work in grocery store. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. So. That was our I've had it moment. Yeah. So I came home and we talked about it and we said never again, yeah. never again. So what was the next step that you did after that never again moment? What was the first positive thing you did? Well, definitely um, my, it's funny because my cousin had get, uh, told us about you guys, Dave Ramsey, um, about six months earlier. And I had bought the kit from, from his church. And I just threw it on the computer desk, and I was like, my husband says, we're fine with finances, we're good, we're fine, everything's fine, we're no problem. So as soon as that happened, I went home, and I dug that sucker out, I went through everything, I booked a class, I I mean, I told him, and then so the next day we had a meeting, and I said, look, we're going through Dave Ramsey, we're not doing this. I said, we need to be on the same page. And he said, I praise the Lord, <laughs> I, I'm I'm done. I'm ready too. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, Daniel, how does it feel? I mean, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine because I've been exactly in that situation or similar situations. 
but it, it's just good to say it out loud how it feels when your wife is at the grocery store and she, somebody else has to buy your milk. Yeah, it was absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. Because, um, you know, she, I just messaged her saying, hey, pick some milk up, and I went to bed because I had to work in the morning. So I didn't even know. And so when we sat down and talked the next day, and it all hit, it was just complete embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Fear that yeah. I led us doing finances this far in debt mm. to where my wife couldn't bring home milk mm. so that our kids could have milk going to bed. Yeah. And I was so overtaken by embarrassment and fear showing my wife what I did with our finances leading leading us down this path mm-hmm. that it had to change. Yeah. So when it she happened. says we're going to class, you're like, "Praise God, let's do it. I'm ready." Yeah, that yes. that yes. both of you had a simultaneous, uh, you know, uh, I've had it moment where that that's powerful. I'm curious, uh, Daniel and Tracy, when it comes to like you experienced that at the grocery store, and you all went on this journey. What was that key ingredient? What was that key thing that kept you all on this path? Uh, was it fear for going back to that moment? Because I can I can go back to my days, and I was fearful of getting back to the back of my car. But what kept you all for these seventeen months? For me, it was the fear of this can't happen again. Yeah. I never want to see this again. I never want to have to look at my wife and see that that's what I led our family into. How do you feel now that you did it? amazing amazing it's the opposite end of the spectrum isn't it <laughs> it sure is it sure is. i mean a sense of power a sense of confidence uh a sense of i got this yeah i mean it, it's it, it's hard to unless you've had that moment like you guys had and i'm you know we had our water get cut off mm. you know at our house I, I can't only have water you know it's just ridiculous and i'm going god man what is this a, you know I'm just so stupid. I put my family in a third world country is what I did here, you know, cause of, just because of my misbehavior, not because I was born into it, I, I just because I was dumb. And I'm just, man, and then the other side of it, you, you just feel proud, yeah. and you should feel proud. I'm proud of you guys. Well done, you two. Very well done. Because more importantly than the 17000 paid off in 17 months is that you, you will never go, go back. back. Never. Never. So you're not going back, but what are you doing going forward? I mean, what's your next? What's your next big thing? Yeah. Well, as soon as we got out of debt, um, my husband had another aha moment and realized that we were doing Ramsey-ish the whole time, and so now we're all in, and so we're building up our six-month emergency fund. So that's our next step is baby step three. Very good, guys. We got a copy of Chris Hogan's book for you, Everyday Millionaires. And that is definitely the next chapter in your story if you don't do ish. So well done. Very well done. Daniel and Tracy in Tampa, Florida, 17000 paid off in 17 months, making 52 to 60. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. one. We're is how it's done that's how it's done open phones at 888-825-5225 uh phoenix on youtube says any advice for my working college kids on how to save and invest their money should they do a roth or they are good savers 
Hmm. I mean, if if college is paid for and they are, uh, for me, I, I get kind of tricky on this one. I, I really don't like them investing into Ross unless they have a fully funded emergency fund. College is paid for, car is paid for, like their their future is in a stable place. But let's just say they do have all that taken care of, then yes, uh, investing into a Roth IRA is a fine option. Uh, but before we get into that, I just really want to make sure they get out of college debt-free. Much more important that they get out of college debt-free. Yes. So yes. I'm okay if they just pile up the cash, Damn. just to ensure that that happens, because very few people have every base covered yeah. sufficiently. Uh, the best investment you can make, rate of return mathematically, is an, a usable education, an education in a field that actually has a use. Yes. And uh, that, that is worth it. Uh, and so you are your best investment in that situation, not a mutual fund. Um, but if you want to do a mutual fund, you got everything else covered, then Anthony's exactly right. But, man, make sure everything else is covered. Please. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. the day proverbs 25 2 it is the glory of god to conceal things but the glory of kings is to search things out dolly parton said if you don't like the road you're walking start paving another one there you go anthony o'neill ramsey personality is my co-host today here on the air stephanie is in indianapolis hi stephanie how are you hi dave how are you better than i deserve what's up okay so long story short i'm 23 years old Before I graduated high school, I was gifted about $40,000 from my grandfather to pay for college. I received a full-ride academic scholarship, so I didn't end up needing that money. Um, So it's still sitting in my bank account. The problem is that because I was in high school, my dad was also in this bank account. It was a checking account that both of us had access to, and it still is that way. And he called me today and said that he took 20000 out of that account to, as a loan that he's going to pay me back for his business. Um, he's done this before. It took a long time for him to pay me back. The first time I had to continuously ask him for the money back, and eventually he paid me back. So I just don't really know what to do at this point. I know it's wrong, and I, I want to have a conversation with him, but I just don't even know what to say. I love my dad so much. He, I'm so grateful he's done a lot for me. Yeah. But yeah. Stephanie, just, how old are you? I don't know what to do. 20. 20. 23. Take your debt off the account. Yeah, and I plan to. Today. No, there's no planning. Today. When you get off the phone. Well, yeah. Okay. Move the money into an account that is in your name only when you get off the phone. Okay. Yes. Now, sweetie, I know you love your daddy, yeah. but he just stole $20,000 yeah. from you. I ain't borrowing nothing. Yeah. You borrow something yeah, with permission. When you take it without permission, it's called a thief. Yes. I know. So now, so you, I, I want to, what I'm trying to say very loudly is that these feelings you have inside of you, you are not crazy. 
what you're yeah. you were already feeling that weren't you yeah a, le- a level of anger a level of line. betrayal <laughs> a level of disappointment yeah yeah so the first thing you do when you get off the phone is you move the rest of this money you may never see the other money again and I then know. i would call your dad up and i would say dad i love you so much and you cannot imagine how hurt i am and how you have broken my heart because i've admired you for so long and for you to just take money without even asking that is not yours it just breaks my heart because it makes me think of you as a thief and i can't it's just hard for me to do that so i need you to put that money back today dad you don't need to use it you don't need to use it in your business it's not your money it's my money and you need to put it back in my account today and that's yeah. the right Can thing I to do dad yeah, and I asked him when he would pay it back, and he said he didn't know, but he would get to it. Yeah, no, you call him back and tell him put it back in there now, because he took it out today. He hadn't had time to spend it. Yeah, Tell him put it back yeah. in there now, and right Ste- now. Yeah, right now. And, Stephanie, he may try even pull his parent card. Right? I'm your father. I did this for you for 18 years. No, you do not feel guilty. You be firm, respectful, but firm. That's my money. It was given to me. So I moved everything else. And you doing this without permission makes me so disappointed in you. You are not, you're apparently not the man I know. You're not the man I think of as a hero. A hero would never do this. Mm-mm. I want you to shame him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that will be hard. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's $20,000 and it's the right thing to do because yeah. this guy's out of line and somebody needs to tell him the truth. Yeah. It wasn't hard for him yeah. to hurt your feelings. No. So don't be hard to tell him the truth. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be yelling and you don't have to be cussing or belligerent. Just say, you know, I looked up to you as a hero. I love you so much. And this just breaks my heart because I feel like you just stole money from me without my permission. You just took money that was not yours and didn't even ask. I can't imagine a hero doing that. And I always thought of you as a hero. And dad, I really need you to do the right thing. And I need you to put this money back in this account tonight. You haven't had time to spend it. And I need you to put it back in there tonight. It is not your money. Okay. And I'll give you a chance. Okay. Here, I'll give you the, here's the, here's your odds. 10% chance he does it. Mm -hmm. 90% chance he doesn't. Yeah. So you need to prepare your heart for the disappointment. Yeah. And you may never see the $20,000 again. And you'll go on with your life, but you will not allow your father to have access to funds of yours ever again the rest of your life, no matter what he does, whether he puts the money back or whether he doesn't. Okay. And on top of that, Stephanie, be prepared that he may not talk to you for a little while, but that's fine. Yeah. He'll be back. That's your father. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sorry. You You should not have to carry this burden at your age. You should not have a father that does this to you. It's just wrong. Yeah. It makes me angry. It's morally wrong. It's ethically wrong. No parent should do that to their own child. You need to feel that and hear that, okay? Yeah. You don't deserve this. You should not be put in this situation at 23 years old to have to deal with a boundary issue of this level. It's just not right. It's wrong. And, um... So I hope that you can get a, get his attention and but just your the disappointment he hears in your voice, and you need to let him hear it. It motivates him to put the money back tonight. But, and don't you wait a day, because in a day he will have spent it. Yeah. You move the money 
out of this account, the rest of it, immediately, in the next 10 minutes, and then you call him as soon as that is done. Don't call him until you move the money, because I don't want him getting the rest of it. And then as soon as he puts the money back, if he does, then you move that out and you close that account. And you put nothing else in that account ever, because it's got his name on it. Oh, could go everywhere with this. All right, Kelly is in Seattle. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I'm from Southern California, moved up to Seattle with my husband, and now with COVID, my dad wants me to come back. Uh, My grandpa died during this time, and he owns my grandparents' house and wants me to buy it off him. No. Moving back would mean tons of debt. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. People are leaving California. No one's moving there. Your dad should sell everything and move out. Have you not (laughs) not noticed that the governor has mental illness? I keep telling him that. Well, my dad, my sisters, my grandparents, they're all there. I'm the only one that's gotten out, and I thought it was a great move to move out. Yeah, you escaped. Why would you go back? Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Kelly, I'm from Don't Southern California as well. I'm from San Diego. I'm he's not getting ready there. to go over there next week and visit his family. Yes. I was supposed to go to L.A. I was supposed I'm to afraid get he's going to get trapped and not get to come home. Oh, that's fine. I'll just call you. I'm good. I'm covered. Call me. <laughs> what am I going to bring? You're Dave Ramsey. National Guard and get Anthony out of San Diego? No, yeah. So, honey, you don't, you, don't have, you don't owe your dad that. No. And it's a bad move. And it has no, you knew you weren't going to do it. You just wanted somebody else to say it out loud. Am I wrong? No, you're completely right. I didn't want to get into that much debt. I don't want that kind of lifestyle, but everybody else down there, or everybody I know loves debt and loves that lifestyle. And well, that's okay. I I've, I'm I've not got, crazy. I've got lots of friends that are stupid. You know, I wanted to, I needed the reassurance. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are, you are, you already knew the answer and you need, you, you know, it's just, and your dad's not thinking straight because he, sh- what is this? The misbehavior of grown parents hour (laughs) oh man oh grown parents oh as if parents aren't grown or whatever it's the oh the the misbehaving parent segment is how we wrap up this hour but you know what dave was so funny is i i get i get the same phone calls on my show like hey my mom took ten thousand my mom said hey I, I don't have the right to ask her for the money back because of all she's done for me for my 18 21 years travel agent for guilt trips Man, listen. Uh, cray cray. Thank God I don't have those kind of parents. Yeah, really? I mean, I'm and so some grateful. of you people, yeah, you, you know, you need to be do better. Some of you people are as parents, you just suck. Oh. Man, that's just awful. Oh. That's just bad. Wow. Yeah. All right, there we go. That puts this hour of the Dave Ramsey Show in the books. Good job, Anthony O'Neill. Hey, thank you, Dave. Good job, James Childs. Good job, Kelly Daniel in the booth. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. We will be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Have a friend or family member that needs a daily dose of Ramsey advice in their life? Let them know about the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It's a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Check out the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Money isn't the only thing we talk about around here. Get life-changing advice on your career from my good friend and career expert, 
Ken Coleman on the Ken Coleman Show. According to a recent Gallup poll, nearly 70% of Americans are disengaged at work. If you dread going into work every Monday morning and you're just trying to make it to the weekend, the Ken Coleman Show is for you. Everyone has a sweet spot. Your sweet spot is at the intersection of your greatest talent and greatest passion. We will help you discover what it is you were born to do, and then we'll help you create a plan to make your dream job a reality. You matter, and you have what it takes. Join the conversation on The Ken Coleman Show. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including The Ken Coleman Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.